So my name is Sean, and my favorite superhero is the Hulk. Basically because he just smashes through everything, and he's just an unstoppable force. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the Earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes... From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines. Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and anime are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another great issue of the comic section. I am your host, Jason, alongside my co-host. Lil CEO. Lil CEO, we are on issue number 12, right? <laughs> yep, that's All right. All right. Well, I'm doing it now, man. I'm on track. I feel good about myself. And uh, so, yeah, welcome to another great episode slash issue of the comic section. And uh, shout outs to a lot of, we're getting a lot of love out here, man. Mm-hmm. We're just uh, on the news. Shout outs to Johnny O'Leary from 95SX, one of our local radio stations here in Charleston, South Carolina. He actually went on a local news station and he shouted us out during a cool little segment. So shout outs to him and shout outs to, I believe it was ABC News 4 here in Charleston. Thank you guys from Low Country Live. Appreciate the shout outs and we appreciate all the love that we have going on out here, man. It's getting, we're getting a lot of buzz now, man. Oh, we're starting, yeah? starting to move on up. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So how you been? Um... Man, I've been good. How about you? <laughs> That's it? Just good? We'll talk about it in the podcast. All right, okay, all right, okay, cool. No doubt, no doubt, enough said. I've been good, you know, I've been doing my thing, you know, trying to trying to stay alive, stay healthy, so we can keep giving the people some awesome content. Oh, wow, that was so dorky. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know, I know. All right, let's go ahead and get into the dorky stuff, guys. Let's get into it. All right, CEO, breaking news headlines. Murdoch. I need to leave now. If you grab me like that again, I'll punch you so hard you see. You're looking at four counts of murder. That's a death penalty crime in Ohio. I didn't murder anybody, Sheriff. You're telling me you didn't do it? They died from terminal stupidity. Well, we kind of seen this coming, right? (sighs) Yeah. Punisher Jessica Jones. It's officially a wrap. Canceled. Canceled. It's done. It's over. Are we really that surprised? No, nah. I'm still bitter about it, though, because like, I mean, dang, they couldn't even wait for Jessica Jones to be out and done before they. Yeah, they nixed it. So, like, what does that say about Jessica? I know. No respect. None at all. Um, But it's, it's still going to come out, though, right? Oh, yeah. They're still going to put it out. It's just, you know, they were so eager to kind of squash Marvel, get one more little jab in, I think, mm-hmm. Um, because that news had come out, you know, where Hulu was like, hey, you know, psh- Bring that uh, adult-oriented right? <laughs> superhero yeah. TV shows to to our channel or exactly. our streaming service. Yeah, man. Um, it just feels like Netflix was like, "Oh yeah, like you just you want to play it like that? Fine, then we'll cancel Jessica Jones before it even comes out." Mm. Um, so yeah, it felt a little petty. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but um, I mean, honestly, I think at the at the heart of it, we all knew it was coming. So yeah, yeah, unfortunately. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, it's also Jeff Loeb, like, the head of uh, Marvel Television. He actually wrote a letter to the fans out there. I know. I read it. Yeah, man. How'd you feel about the letter? Um, I loved it. I mean, it was it was sweet. Uh, 
it was sweet. It was to the point. Um, it was very optimistic. You right. know what I mean? He was like, listen, you know, that sucks that Netflix did what they felt like they needed to do. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, these characters are going to be back. And even if they're not back, like, we've got so many ideas for you guys. There's so much happening. Like, you don't need to worry about what's coming next from Marvel. Right. So, you know, I, I liked it. It was cute. Yeah. Or, or it was sweet. Not yeah. Cute. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's good thing you said that too, because at the end of the letter, he did say to be continued. I saw that. Dot, 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 dot. Exclamation point. Yeah. So you know what that means. Oh, that yeah. means they got something, they got something in the works. But the thing is, though, I mean, from what they're saying, and maybe this isn't all the way true, but from what we've read and, you know, what's been going on online, is that these characters can't show up on anything else for another two years unless they found some type of loophole. Or yeah. maybe that wasn't the full truth. Maybe, you know, unless they put out something they can't, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm hoping and wishing that, hey, maybe at D23, you know, they announce, hey, guys, yeah, remember that Netflix stuff? Yeah, don't worry about it. Hulu, we got it. Or whatever channel. I mean, like, hey, whatever it goes to, I mean, we're assuming it's Hulu, you know. since Hulu the, would be the smart move. Right, right. Since Disney, you know, owns that, you know. So here's hoping. I hope so, because I'm I'm a big Jessica Jones fan. Obviously, I love Punisher, and I mean all the shows. I want to see my Luke Cage, man. I want to see Iron Fist, even though Iron Fist wasn't the highest Ooh, of boy. the shows. I mean, <laughs> season two was better. I just feel like the projection of that show was good. It was going, you know, in the right direction, and all the other shows, man. I just, you know, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm not bummed. gonna lie. I'm gonna miss it. Like yeah. I, I'm really, you know, you get invested in these characters and. And their stories, um, you know, it is kind of sad when you have, like, the rug kind of pulled out from underneath you. Yeah. Um, And not just, and it's really discouraging, especially as um, a fan, when it's like, oh, it didn't get canceled because, you know, the viewer's trip just wasn't there. Right. Like, at least with that, you can, like, get your feelings together over that. But mm-hmm. when, when they're pretty, like, flat out honest with you, we're, we're canceling this to get at Marvel because right. they're doing their own streaming service. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it feels like a spit in the face. Like, mm-hmm. it's more important to them to make their point and yeah. be petty than it is to please, you know, their, their client base. Right. You know, I like Netflix and I like using Netflix. So, yeah. you know, it feels like they cared more about that than giving me what I wanted, especially what I deserve, you know, as a paying customer. So exactly. that sucks, you know? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't, and honestly, like a, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm not thrilled with Marvel either or Disney mm. um, with the streaming service. We've talked about that a lot in the podcast. And I feel like, they caused this to happen. So, like, mm. even though I want to hold Netflix, you know, responsible, yeah. I also understand that Marvel and Disney put Netflix in an awkward position. That's true. That's so, true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Unless, hey, man, what if Marvel came out, like you said, you kind of alluded to it a little bit, but what if Marvel had their own service? Just Marvel. DC got it. No. That would be amazing if that happened. I mean, that would be you. Come on now. I think about it. Think I about it. I don't come want on. more streaming services. So I'm just I, saying. I'm like on a. No, I feel you. We all we're on an island. About exactly. That. No, we're on, we're on the same page. We're yeah. on the same island. I'm on that island yeah. with you. But I'm just saying, if Marvel came out with a streaming service, a la like DC. Well, I, I mean, haven't watched your streaming service. So I don't know. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Enough said. Enough said. So yeah, here's hoping. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see these characters again soon. And uh, speaking of a Marvel character, another Marvel character out there is taking on a huge role. It could be huge. It could be hulking. Oh, Lord. See what I did there? (laughs) 
Hey, I'm talking about Thor's actor Chris Hemsworth is set to play the immortal Hulk Hogan in a new Netflix film all about Hulkamania. I am a real Okay, for those of you who are listening, <laughs> CO rolled her eyes so hard that I didn't think they were going to come back. Um, I'm just saying. You're not First uh, of all, I'm over the whole biopic stuff. Oh, you are? Ooh. I don't care. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't care. Yeah. Um, And it feels like they're just making them about anyone. It doesn't matter. They're just throwing darts at a wall and they're like, sure, Hulkmania. Right. Why not? Right. Um, And honestly, I'm not a big fan of Hulk Hogan because he's had a pretty controversial Past, oh yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. In the past few years, yeah. so, and I like Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> right? You know, like I don't want him to keep playing this person I don't like. Um, <laughs> but hey, you know, whatever. I don't know. For all I know, it might be a very honest articulation about you know his past and yeah. and and whatever. So what do I know? But yeah, I'm you know I'm I'm not like the hugest wrestling fan, so mm-hmm. I'm definitely not the target audience for this. Yeah. Um. But hey, whatever. I'm I'm glad to see I'm glad to see Chris Hemsworth doing. Other things. Other things than that. You know, I love him in, as Thor, and I love him in the Marvel movies, but it's refreshing to see that he's working on things that are a little more serious. A little more too. serious, yeah. Because he's an awesome actor. He does not get enough credit. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And you already know he's in shape. So, yeah, he can pull off that Hulk Hogan role. I mean, so that's that's neither here nor there. He's Thor. So, I'm like, yeah, he can play Hulk Hogan. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. Like, down here in South Carolina, this is like a... In the South period, man, wrestling is huge, mm-hmm. you know, and people love their wrestlers. They love their Ric Flair's, you know, those types of. Yeah, they love Ric Flair. Around yeah, there. man. Woo. You know what I'm saying? Nature boy. Like you know? he, um, he, I think he had a appearance here. Recently, yeah, he did. Remember? And yeah, like, he's they always. went crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's always, I mean, he's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you Local. know, he, yeah. So he comes back and forth and whatnot. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. I mean, the wrestling biopics, because these. These people, especially Hulk Hogan at the time in the 80s, he was larger than life. I mean, Hulk Hogan had the toys. Um, basically, I remember the cartoon series vaguely when I was a kid, when he was on there doing his thing. He fought Mr. T. He fought Rocky. Cool. I mean, he did a lot That's of stuff. Awesome. <laughs> he, you know what? And he also, you know, he kind of paved the way for The Rock. You know, he was the first wrestler to kind of break into the movie scene, you know, doing his roles and everything. So, it's going to be interesting, man. And with Chris Hemsworth to play him, I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, right. Is that going to be a mo- Oh, you said it's going to be on Netflix. It's going to be on Netflix. They're saying it's a film. Hmm. So yeah, maybe biopic, maybe like a Bohemian Rhapsody yeah, yeah. style film. Very, very maybe. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So we'll have to see, man. What you going to do, brother, <laughs> when Chris Hemsworth, Thor, and Hawkamania comes... What is it? What is it? <laughs> oh, I'm, I messed up the last part. No. It. <laughs> runs wild on you that's what it is runs wild i couldn't get that part fabulous what you gonna do co oh what what you gonna do oh i don't know <laughs> oh, okay. i don't know the joke i'm oh, sorry i just told you i don't know anything about what wrestling what you gonna do all i know is like the rock um do you smell what the rock is cooking like that's it, it. Smell. that's right <laughs> that's all i got for you <laughs> okay all right all right well i know you have a lot for this topic right here man new comic series deceased comic yeah okay let the people know what this d so it's dc ceased yeah deceased 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 i like to play on words so, i know that's so, actually really 
really creative. I like yeah. that. So are people going to die, obviously? Yeah, for real, right? Yeah. Um, so apparently this is going to be the next big event from DC Comics, which is really exciting. Okay. Um, it is a little far out for us. It's uh, coming out in May. Ah. Uh, but they're already talking about it. They let, they dropped it this week uh, that it's coming. But but yeah, basically, uh, basically zombies are coming to the DC universe. Oh. Um, so this storyline apparently will not take place in the canon world where mm-hmm. we all live okay. um but it's just going to be a fun you know event that's going to happen uh where they can kind of explore and do more and have some fun but basically there is a contagion there is a virus and it is spread through the use of like screens so your computer screen your tv screen your 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 uh your cell phone screen stuff like that yeah um and it essentially, you know, of course, I don't want to call it this, but essentially, essentially, it turns you into a zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it's and it's so powerful that even uh, at least that we can tell from the art so far, even Darkseid has fallen to it. Oh, wow. And consumed. Yeah. Um, so basically, as always, the Justice League is going to have to come and save the day. Mm. Um, but since it's not in canon, it's very likely that a lot of people will die. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, it's really exciting. Super fun. Uh, you know, if we if you like, you know, alternate timelines, alternate stories, um, you like a little bit of dark and grimy, then this is gonna be the storyline for you. Okay. Uh but like I mentioned before, it's gonna be out on May first. Okay. Um, it's actually gonna be written by Tom Taylor, who wrote the Injustice Gods Among Us storyline. Oh, I love that storyline. Yeah. So like a king of alternate timelines, which I love is really that. exciting. Yeah. Um Injustice is like one of the most you know, famous and popular. So that's right. really exciting. Oh, right. Um, but it's actually going to be drawn in part by uh, Stefano Guadino okay. from The Walking Dead. Ooh. So he illustrated The Walking Dead. So boom, zombies, you know? Wow. So you know it's going to be pretty. You know it's going to be written well. It's yeah. going to be fabulous. So I'm excited. Get excited. Start thinking about it now because I know they're probably going to have like a bunch of variants and stuff. Right. So it's going to be an exciting time. Oh, wow, man. I can't wait for that. You think that might come out around Halloween if you were just like take a guess? Well, they said May. Oh, May. Yeah, May 1st. Oh, um, okay. It would be cooler in Halloween, but, you know, D.C., they can't help themselves. They can't sit on anything. They got to get it out. <laughs> I get it out. I ain't no wrong with that. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, man, definitely be on the lookout for when that comes out, man. Definitely visit your favorite local comic book shop and pick that one up because I know I'm definitely interested, man. I, I got to see I gotta see these zombies walking oh, yeah. around here, man. Yeah. All right. And uh, in other news, speaking of D.C., we're going to keep it D.C., Army Hammer. Batman, remember I, that was one of my picks. That was your fan cast. That was my fan cast. It's so sad. Yeah, well, it looks like it, it seemed like it was about to happen. Yeah, you know, and word is, you know, you know how the rumors go. Yeah, that he was like it in was about, final talks. Yeah, final talks, but it looks like that was just talk. a talk. Yeah. yeah, that's all it was. That was all it was, man. And I was super excited. But hey, the man said himself. Matter of fact, you can check out the clip right here where he explains that he's debunking the rumors of him playing Batman. Check it out right here. No one's ever asked. Uh, yeah, like... I'm asking you right now. Okay, fine, yeah. Uh, let me say this. No one who can actually give me the job has asked me if I'm interested. Uh, so, I don't know. Um, you know, I mean, it, I don't even know if they're done. I think they're still working on a script. Like, it's not... I don't think they're close to production or, or anything like that. But but I can conclusively tell you that no one has checked my availability. <laughs> which is a bummer. <laughs> Yeah, man. This is a bummer. I know. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, it's not like I was, like, super invested. It was your fan cast. Yeah. But, 
it kind of bums me out, like mm-hmm. that that he was so quick and he, he could easily like squash it. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, right? Yeah. I mean, he's still open to it at least. Yeah, yeah. No, he was ob- he was su- you could tell he was you know. Yeah, I, I would love to. Who Absolutely. wouldn't want to be Batman? I want to be Batman. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? And I'm sick of him. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, it's just it's kind of a bummer, and you know, I, I hate to see a good like. What is the word? Qualified person uh-huh. being shut down. Yeah. And but like the rumors are like Robert Pattinson. That you know, one like, that one is that starting to heat up bums even more. Because yeah. <laughs> I'll be really stressed out if it's Robert Pattinson. Uh, uh, it might be. Who knows? Who knows? And um, well, here's this one topic I really can't wait to talk to you about. All right. New Ghostbusters film. It's coming. We already know this. All right. Directed by Jason Reitman. Yeah, yeah. The son of the director of the first movie. Mm-hmm. And he's super excited, super excited. And he kind of caught a lot of flack over something that he's, you know, spoke about in the press. And one of the things that he said was, this is going to be a love letter to Ghostbusters. I love this franchise. I grew up watching it. I consider myself the first Ghostbusters fan. I was like seven years old when the movie came out and I love it. I want to make a movie for my fellow Ghostbusters fans. And it kind of, you know, went into depth of everything as far as, you know, him giving the movie to the fans of the, I believe, the original the, series. Yeah, the, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people felt away because they were saying, oh, are you just going to like <laughs> just some type of way? Yeah. Poo poo the, the movie that came out, you know, a year and a half ago with all the ladies and stuff. So with you being our resident Ghostbusters <laughs> fanatic. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this whole situation? Um. Listen, I'm I'm really excited that he's doing it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he's a talented fellow. He's very he has intimate knowledge of the Ghostbusters fandom. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for him to be doing this. I liked, you know, what he had to say. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously he's very, very passionate about it. I loved his like if you read more about his statement, like he explores more about like Proton Packs and the right. car. Yeah. Um, like he's really getting into the nitty gritty of the original designs for things, which is awesome. I love yeah. that. Um, I think that everybody needs to tone it down a little bit. Mm. Um, I think that everyone's a little sensitive because when that that movie came out, that reimagining, because that's what I'm calling it. It's not okay. a remake so much as a reimagining. Yeah. Um, you know, when that came out, it had horrible, horrible reviews. Mm. People were absolutely mean about it, roasting yeah. it, dragging it, all left and right. You know, and even the actresses who were in it got a lot of uh, heat from, you know, social media and the media. And that was really sad because mm. they're, here they are doing their best to try to revive, you know, a series that's been dormant for a really, really long time. Yeah. Um. You know, and trying to do the best with what they have because none of the actors, you know, could return. Um. They couldn't do that story, but they wanted to do a new story. Um, and I honestly, as a person who's really a, like, I loved the first movies, you know, I loved the first movies and I have the comics There's so many goddamn comics, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and I have, I have my proton pack. I've got my suit, you know, I'm, I'm really invested. I really liked the newer movie. I thought it was very in the spirit of Ghostbusters. It had the same humor, you know, the, the team had some great chemistry. Um, and I liked the storyline a lot, but 
And the animation, oh my God, the animation of the ghost was so cool. Yeah. So, like, I didn't really understand what everybody was mad about except the usual stuff, which is the nostalgia. You know, people get mad because you touch things that were their childhood and poo, poo, wee, wee. Uh-huh. Whiny stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think because of all the hate and flack that they got before, they were, like, a little sensitive when he said that. They were all, mm. it's like when you have a sunburn. Yeah. Even though it's just a mosquito bite, it hurts, like, way more. Right. Um. So, I mean, I, I, can, I can see how they thought he was, like, a little dismissive mm-hmm. um, of what they tried to do with the, the fandom. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, reel it back. Right. <laughs> you know, like, he, he, he wasn't like, that was terrible. What the hell were they thinking? Exactly. No. And, you, you know, know? What? and he did come out and said uh, he actually came out in a way. I, don't, I mean, he kind of corrected it. Obviously, he was like, whoa, you know, that came out wrong. I have nothing but admiration for Paul, Leslie, Kate, Melissa, Kristen, and the bravery with which they made Ghostbusters 2016. They expanded the universe and made an amazing movie that coming from Jason Reitman's Twitter page. So, you know, he's like, hey, he wasn't. And that's the thing, too. I feel like you said, uh, you know, a lot of people are very sensitive nowadays. And, you know, to me, when I looked at that quote, I didn't really take it as a shot towards the 2016 movies, even though I, if you look into it, I guess, you know, they say, oh, if you look for anything, you're right. You'll you'll find it. Right. Yeah. So I just, I didn't really see that. I felt like, like you, you know, the whole quote was basically, you know, like, yo, we're going to bring it back to the old font, right? We're even going to get the, the guy who scored the original movies. We're going to bring him back. We're going to get all of this stuff back, you know? So I guess in a way, if you want to look at it that way, that could be of, Oh, what about the movie we did? You know, but yeah, see, yeah. I just like I, I liked the newer movie, but it it was its own separate thing, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be a modernization. So like right. they had the Ghostbusters theme song, but I think it was like Fallout Boy mm-hmm. did like mm-hmm. cover, yeah. But like that's because that's what they were doing. That right. was they're trying to bring it to this time, this yeah. future, this day and age, this technology, and all that jazz. Right. So like, it, I guess I could, I guess I could see what they're saying, like because he was saying I'm going to bring it back to basics and bring it back to the original body blah, blah blah. Mm-hmm. But like that's his take. If he yeah. wants to do that, then that's what he wants to do. That's right. The, it doesn't just because he wants to do it different doesn't mean what they did was bad. Right. Unless he says that, you know what I mean? Unless yeah. he like somebody asked him and he was like, well, you know, I'm taking it back to basics because they tried to do it modern. It sucked. Right. And but he, he never said that. that. Yeah. He never said that. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just, I think everybody needs to cool their jets. Yeah, <laughs> cool them jets down. And um, just get just get excited that this is coming back because, you know, honestly, after all of the, what is the word for this, like, uh, production hell that mm-hmm. Ghostbusters has gone through, we are yeah. so lucky that they are even doing this. Absolutely. You know, so, like, just let it go. <laughs> Absolutely. And the Ghostbusters, obviously, like yourself, man, they have a huge following. Yeah, you know, for, it's still for a movie, very active. For a movie that came out, what, 89, 91, and then 2016, and the fact that they're still heavily active right now, I mean, that says a lot. So, hey, I'm excited. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be <laughs> well, there. Well, like I told you, I mean, we talked about this before, but um, the for people who don't know, if you're familiar with the 501st Legion, there is a similar uh, nonprofit organization, too. It's called the... Depending on where you're at, but ours is called the Carolina Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. And it's a group of people who volunteer their time. Yeah. And they have legitimate, beautiful proton packs, big, heavy proton packs that that light up, that function, you know, that have switches and this and that. They're so cool. But anyway, and they have the car and they travel from convention to convention to convention and they donate their time and take money and, you know, give it to kids and stuff. 
it's awesome. You know, so like what I'm trying to say is that the fandom is definitely still there. Right. Um, they've had an ongoing Ghostbusters comic for like <laughs> the past five years. Mm-hmm. Like it's still very much alive. So yeah. and and for people like me who are Ghostbusters fans, I've had to be living through the comics. Right. Right. You know, I've had to be enjoying not that they're not bad. I mean, they are good. Mm-hmm. Um, but like what I mean is we never thought we were gonna get a movie, another, one. another movie or another TV show or right. anything. So yeah. I'm happy with what we get. <laughs> there we go. There we go, guys. We'll definitely be on the lookout for that. Cause I know I'm going to be there. I need a proton pack. So uh, I'm gonna need a hookup from you. You I got hope me? All right, cool, cool. <laughs> All right. And uh before we end you know, the breaking news headlines, man. We're going to have to say another goodbye to a character that some might love. Some might be like, eh, maybe. I don't know. Okay, fine. My point is, we have already awarded contracts yeah. to the wind farm people. Don't say wind farm. And I'm already feeling gassy. And to the plastic plantation treat, which was yeah. your idea, by the way. Those people right. are on payroll. Everything was and my you idea. Won't make a decision. I don't care about the liberal agenda anymore. It's boring. Boring. I'm giving you a boring word. You do it. I do what? Excellent idea. I just figured this out. You run the company. Yeah. Pepper needs to I'm run trying the to run the company. Well, stop trying you to do it and do it. I'm not asking you to try to do it. I'm asking you to physically do it. I need you to do it. I am Pepper, trying to do you're it. You're not listening to me. No, you're I'm not trying to make you CEO. Why won't you let me? Have you been drinking? Uh, chlorophyll. I hereby irrevocably appoint you chairman and CEO of Stark Industries, effective immediately. Done deal. Okay. Word came out that Gwyneth Paltrow is saying goodbye to Pepper Potts before Avengers Endgame even comes out. Yep. So we know who ain't survived the snap, right? No? Well, she's supposed to be in Endgame. She'll right. still be no, in Endgame. No, she's in it. But And she, when in the interviews, she said that if they want her back for like a cameo. Ooh. Uh, or like a flashback. Uh-huh. Basically, like she said, <laughs> basically she, she was like, I'll phone it in. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I'll do the easy stuff, yeah. which is just, I'll stand there and look pretty okay. for like five seconds. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Right. But like, as for being in the movie and then throughout the movie, she yeah. was like, I'm done. I'm moving on with my life. Okay. Um, She's the CEO of a company. I can't remember the, the name of it. I don't care. Um, <laughs> But like, she's a busy lady. You know, yeah. she's got her own life and she's got her own thing. And right. she just doesn't want to be tied down in anymore. And honestly, I mean, what's his name? Uh, you know, what's his, uh, Iron Man, mm-hmm. the actor. Robert Downey? Robert Downey, sorry. Thank yeah. you. I could remember Robert, but not the rest. <laughs> uh, Robert Downey Jr., he's done too. Like, he's he said before, I'm tired. Yeah. I want to move on with my life. Right. You know, this stunt stuff is like wearing me down. I mean, what, um, but what stunts, Because he like broke though? his leg. What stunts, though? He he does stunts. For real? For Iron Man? He are you does kidding? Stunt. Are you serious? Are you are you serious? I'm just saying, man, it all looks like he's in a little dark room and he's oh just talking with all, you know, that's all it seems to me. But if he's doing stunts, then he hey. He is doing stunts. He, okay. broke, he broke his, I can't remember, he broke his leg or something. All right. Um, Filming recently. That's when he was like, all right, I'm done. I'm I mean, like 50. I've had enough. <laughs> hey, I don't know, though, man. That's that, that's that Iron Man money, man. He good. Nah. He good. Matter of fact, if he comes in for, you know, well, depending on what happens after Endgame, you know, who's to say? But I'm know. sure I'm sure he'll still appear like as Tony Stark. I just, I think he's done with Iron Man. Right, the movies. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, it is, a, it is a lot. I mean, you know, I mean, even, what's his name? Uh, Chris Chris Evans, mm-hmm. uh, Captain America. He like pulled something, I think, when he did that helicopter scene where he yeah. pulls the, um, pulls it down. Right. He was like, ah, you know, he got hurt doing that. So, yeah. you know, and he's not 50. 
So it's like, I can't blame them. You know, yeah, I'd no, be tired. It's been 10 years. I have to stress that. I, yeah, I think people keep been. forgetting. It has been 10. It has been 10 years for some of these years. actors. Yeah, so They're it tired, you know? It is. But I mean, come but on. Yeah, man. yeah. She And she's been there right with Tony that from the true. start. So it's been 10 years for her too. Okay. All right. But yeah, I'm not, I mean, I, 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 I hate to be mean. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. Yep. Um, but I, I don't care. Like, that's cool. And I'm I'm happy for her. Uh-huh. And if she feels like she needs to move on, then do that. You know, take care of you because no one else will. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. Um, but honestly, for me, I mean, Pepper Potts has never had like a huge. Big role. Well, not even that. Like, I mean, even in the comics. I mean, she's though. been very there. But like, I just, she's, yeah, I don't care. I just don't care. All right. She's a cool chick. You know, I like how she bosses Tony around, but I mean, she's the CEO of Stark Industries, yeah, man. Yeah. Stark gave it, gave her the company. I just, I just won't like miss her. You know what I mean? I get you, yeah. But I, you know, there are other people out there who like Pepper Potts. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're gonna miss her, and that's great. And so I'm glad, you know, she's saying a proper goodbye to everybody. All right, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm, I gotta do some digging, man. I want to see where Robert Downey Jr. got hurt. Yeah, yeah, do that, do that. I mean, was he just running? No, he was doing a scene. <laughs> Just standing still, and that's just what you're it is. Horrible. I mean, he is, um, he, like horrible. you said, he is getting up there, but he's still, he's Tony Stark to me. He'll always be Tony Stark to me. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, looks like we'll have to wait and see Avengers Endgame. Of course, we're all going to be there. So, Gwyneth Paltrow, Pepper Potts, we'll miss you. At least some will. <laughs> Hi, my name is Joran from Joran Cosplay, and uh, my favorite superhero and supervillain are the same person. It's Emma Frost from the X-Men. Um, I have several different cosplay uh, versions of Emma, uh, and my best friend's pointing over at her because she's Jean. Uh, and so, yeah, I love her because she's strong, and she's in charge, and she's badass, and she didn't take any sh- from anybody. All right, CEO, coming soon, previews. We got some, not a lot, but we got some good ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? First one, Cloak and Dagger Season 2 trailer. It came out. Check it out. I suppose the best place to start is with a story. A story of a girl who looks like an angel and a boy who moves like a shadow. That sounds crazy. There are things that I can do. Look who's been practicing. You and me saving the world. Running away from bullets. Risking your life. Put my family in danger. Tyrone! They're coming for you! What do you do? Fight it. Man needs a blade for that. I'm lucky I have you. Me too. Yeah, little CEO. <laughs> I know you're watching it right now as we speak, right? Season one? Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I actually tried to not watch the trailer. Oh. So I'm actually, I can't give my opinion. Well, because, like, so okay. I am watching Cloak and Dagger right now. Right. Season one. I'm like okay. five, six episodes in, and I am loving it. All right. Um, I forget it's set in New Orleans. Yeah. I love New Orleans. Yeah. Um, my my spouse and I just actually got to go last year. Ooh. Um, and we were right there. We were in uh on Canal Street. Actually, oh, awesome. Our hotel. Yeah. Um, which was awesome. We went to the the Laveau uh the cemetery and saw her her oh, gravestone and stuff what? or her mausoleum or whatever it's yeah. called. Um. So, like, that's awesome. I love the culture and I love the mysticism and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. So, that's really cool. Getting into that but voodoo? Yeah, I love that. So, mm. I'm really excited. I'm really enjoying the show so far. So, I'm trying not to spoil season two for myself. Gotcha. But, um, why don't you tell Why don't you tell everybody your opinion of the trailer? Man, I love that trailer, yeah? man. I am digging it. I'm loving it. Of course, I love the two actors, man. They got a great chemistry. And that's the thing. My cloak and dagger, you got to have that chemistry. You got to have that 
like, oh man, they're they're really together and you believe it. You believe the relationship that those two have because those two, they need each other. Right. And you got to have that to translate from the comics to the screen so it could be believable towards the audience. I believe it. I love both characters. The first season was awesome. You got me. Second I season, love I'm the ready. actors. Yeah. I I mean, we, we talked about this earlier. What's her name? Um, Gets on my nerves a little bit. Uh, uh, the dagger chick. Oh, Tandy. Tandy, thank you. Yeah. Um, a little bit. A little but bit. But her actress is phenomenal. Yo, like is. her expressions yeah. and stuff. Like you can see the pain in her mm-hmm. face. I love that she's doing a really good job. Yeah. Um, and then Tyrone is fabulous. I love yeah. Him. Hands down. There's yeah. nothing. I have. That's my son. I have no complaints. <laughs> He's perfect in every way. You don't adopted him. <laughs> yeah. You don't adopted him. He's fine. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, yeah, man. Definitely be on the lookout. And uh, I believe that one is dropping April. Yes. So uh, I'm man, catching up just in time. Oh, that's perfect. Great time, man. And uh, also, we got another big news. My Hero Academia fans. Yeah, yeah. All Might Rising. All Might Rising. Yeah, what's this about? Um, so well, okay. I didn't, I didn't want you to watch the whole thing. So oh. I watched the whole thing. Okay, because you're still, you're in season one, right? No, I'm in you're season two. I'm in two now. I'm okay, in like, perfect. I'm midway through two. Yeah. And uh, but first things first. Let's let them check out the oh, yeah, real yeah. quick, and we'll go into it. All Alright. <laughs> okay. God, I hope that got you guys in the feels. <laughs> oh man. I'm excited, but again, I still got a little ways to go. Yeah. So your thoughts on it. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Tear. Um, if you are my hero academia fan, if you saw a story of two heroes, then what's what's happened is All Might Rising is going to be a short that's going to be included in the Blu-ray slash DVD of the latest movie. Ooh. Um, so once you get that, you'll get that, boom, right there with it, which is really cool and awesome because then we don't have to wait for anything. Yeah. But yeah, basically this, this trailer, this short, focuses on All Might during his days where he's training with his mentor, uh, Shimura Nana. Mm. Um, which is really exciting because we actually don't get to see a lot of her on the TV show. And you'll see that when you get further in. Okay. Um, like she's mentioned, but just bare, or she's just mentioned, but we don't see her physically. Not even any, like there's like one flashback and that's it. Right. But basically it explores a relationship a little bit more the, the, the training he did, how he meets her probably. Um, and then his time in America after she's been murdered, um, and his training there before he returns to Japan, if I'm correct. But yeah, it, it's it's beautiful. It's the music is on point. Um, as always, animation is beautiful, which is my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Um, but the feels are all there, and that's always that's like one of the biggest things about the show, yeah. and why I like it so much because it's an anime, so it's filled with the action and the violence and punching, which I love. Right. Um, from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's also got you know this fabulous storyline that's happening and these great char- fleshed out characters. And all of the feels, which is my favorite part. So, get ready to cry because mm. it's going to be a tearjerker. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, get ready for that one. And uh, so, is there like a date for it? I don't think there's a date. Oh yet. yeah. Um. So, what is it? It's going to be out. Two heroes will be out in March. Actually, March twenty sixth. Really? Yeah. So it's almost upon us. So wow! Right around the corner. All right. Well, there's a. All right. I got. Man, I got a ways to catch up. Man, <laughs> oh man. But hey, it's all good, man. I'm willing to do that homework. And uh, speaking of hitting you in the feels, 
We got another trailer that just came out that hits you right in the feels if you love that horror sci-fi. And I'm talking about Twilight Zone. Trailer officially came out. Check it out. Where's our dog? We don't have a dog. Did we go backwards again? Everything you said would come true has. I changed something. Erased something. We're not meant to be here. Life sometimes goes like you don't expect it to. What did you do to me? CEO. You boy. They gave me chills. Yeah. I I'm so happy. Right. Yes. <laughs> this is real. And yes. so many wonderful like under the radar actors and actresses mm-hmm. that I just love. Right. Um so I'm very excited about that. It looks it the aesthetic is on point. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. It lo- it's it definitely got that creepy eerie vibe. Of course there's not a lot of the like story. And as right. we all know, since it's Twilight Zone, each each episode will probably be its own little contained story. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, of course, they can't really show us much of that. And even if they did, it'd be just, like, confusing. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. It looks awesome. Again, devastated that it's going to only be on their stupid streaming service. Yeah, CBS <laughs> Access, man. That's, oh, uh, yeah, I can't stand that either. But. I I, I really, I really liked the trailer. It gave me the spooks. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, man! I'm super excited for creeps. it. I'm telling you right now, man. Like Jordan Peele, I mean, he's the man right he's now. He's killing it. He's doing his thing. He's, he's like, like the new king of horror. I that's love what I'm that. saying. I was just about to say that. I'm like, I believe he has the crown right now. I mean, who? Well, hold on. You got all right, Jordan Peele, James Wan, because he has the Conjuring universe world i mean he's getting that aquaman money but i mean i'm sure he's gonna eventually go back to that uh yeah those two i know my man um uh shalmanon i mean he tried to make a comeback we thought he was coming back yeah but then it kind of fizzled fizzled out a little bit so yeah jordan peele might be that him and uh james Wan. i would say yeah for our generation yeah i'm thrilled oh yeah i couldn't be happier oh man i can't oh i can't wait cbs uh, unlock the gates yeah please let us in let us all see it man put it on hulu you know what i'm saying please so definitely be on the lookout for those hi my name is brooke and i am i guess you could say one of the uh, Soundwave sirens one of my su- favorite superheroes is uh, rogue from the x-men i know a lot of people say that but growing up in the 90s i just like her adversity of all the stuff that she's gone through in life and that she's just kind of come through and it's also a sad thing because if you have to think about it she can't touch anyone and that really has to play in my life with uh, social anxiety so um yeah all right, little CEO, it's time for us to get into some reviews. Yeah, boy. All right, so uh, I had the pleasure of seeing the new Alita Battle Angel movie and also, you know, binged a little bit of that Umbrella Academy. Whew. Your baby. My baby. You know? I'm wearing an Umbrella Academy shirt right now. Rocking it all day. Yo, look, okay, so let me see. What should we do first? You know what? I'll go ahead and get into Alita first. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to talk about Umbrella I know you got a lot, lot to say about <laughs> Umbrella Academy. All right, so I came from seeing Alita Battle Angel. I will say this. I love this movie. I thought it was great. I thought it was amazing. The protagonist, Alita, was awesome. Of course, you know, I'm familiar with the manga and the the movie that came with it. 
It was great as far as that go to translating it into the big screen. I loved every bit of it. If you if you're a fan, even if you haven't seen the manga or the um, the anime movie, I mean, you can go into a blind and still be good. It's that good. Uh, the direction, uh, I believe Robert Rodriguez, of course, James Cameron produced it. I felt like it was great. The story was great. I mean, obviously, since I'm familiar with the manga and the, and the movie, I saw it. They, they try to put a few, you know, try to combine a few storylines, but it still was smooth to me. I was able to keep up with it. People who haven't seen or never knew anything about Alita, I've met a few people who walked out of the theater and they're like, oh, okay, I need to find out more about, you know, who Alita is. And also, this isn't a spoiler, but I'm just letting you guys know, at the end of the movie, there's a cameo. A cameo you just don't see coming. That's all I'm going to say. But I will say that if you have, you know, parents, if you have daughters, yeah, you probably want to take it to see this. But also, though, be wary, though, because it is very violent. Yeah, so, cool. So you probably, if you have, like, young daughters, maybe not. But if they're you, say, like, you say teen and above? Teen and above, okay. for sure. Because there's some... It gets pretty gruesome. It gets pretty gruesome. But at the same time, Alita is such a badass that mm-hmm. it's like, yo, if I see Alita walking down the street, I'm just going to be the super most respectful gentleman in the world. <laughs> Whatever it is she wants, hey, she can have, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she could do her thing. Here's so, my wallet. <laughs> yeah, you can have it. You can have it. I don't want no problem with Alita. I'm team Alita over here. Don't even have to worry about that with me. So, yeah, definitely go see it. I recommend it. A lot of people saw it in 3D and they loved it in 3D. From the looks of it, it looks like it would be amazing in 3D, but I'm not the 3D type of guy. Yeah. I, I'm just not a fan. Dizzy. Yeah, and then, then like my eyes, I just feel like it just hurts my eyes a little bit. But other than that, though, 2D is perfectly fine. IMAX it if you can. Either way, thumbs up. Go see this movie. You won't regret it. All right? You go in there, you race, you win, you come back right here. And you wear all of these pads. Remember, if you wreck this body, I can't fix it. Yes, I know. Tonight is not a game. Contenders, take your marks. It is a hunt. And here comes the rookie. Kill a girl called Alita. Alita! And uh, now, <laughs> Umbrella Academy. Woo! You saw it Woo-hoo! twice. I you, did. I watched it twice. I just got through with it. Okay. Hmm. I'm, should I say my thoughts? Or yeah, okay. So could, this is what I think. Go this ahead. This is what I think. Go ahead. I think you should go first okay. and give your opinion. Because you've never read the comic. Never read a comic. So no. I think you should give your opinion as General a newcomer, newcomer who's coming in, no okay. biases whatsoever. Cool. Awesome. All and right. And I'll tell them what I think mm-hmm. in terms of, uh, you know, from from the book to the screen. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Okay, so... All right. Lay it on me. I want to hear. I I really do want to hear because I'm like so fascinated by people who like have not been obsessed with it for 10 Mm -hmm. years. Uh, (laughs) All right. Okay. So seeing this for the first time, um, I will say that when I first started it, I'll say, oh, okay. uh, Is this going to be subtitled? Because it starts out, I believe, in Russia, right? Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. So it starts out in Russia. I'm like, oh, okay. And then like after going through it, it's kind of a slow burn at first. And then like once the story gets going, it gets going. Wild. Oh, man. <laughs> Look, yo, this series right here, I love. This is another series that I love, man. This series is incredible to me, man. Like, we kind of, or you explained it a few episodes back where you were saying, like, this is kind of like the X-Men 
uh, if you're, you know, obviously people know of the family, the X-Men and the things they go through as far as like a crew and, and, you know, a team. And this is more than a team to me. This is, you know, this is a family, like straight up real family that got family family problems, real family (laughs) issues that they have. Absolutely. I loved all the characters. I loved um, the side characters. It's uh, not spoiling anything. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, we all have family issues. Sometimes you have certain people in your family that you may not get along with or you may have some type of history with where you're like, I'm not really rocking with this person after this person did this. And and now, you know, the family kind of turned their back on a certain family member and that family member feels ostracized and the black sheep. So you're going to get all of that. But with the super natural superpowers and all of that. So I loved it. I thought it was dope. After the last episode, I'm glued. I want a season two and I want it now. You know what I'm saying? I want it now. That's how bad I want it. But yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, yeah. After I would say after episode four, that's when I was just super locked in because I binged it in like in a day. Wow. And I was like, all right, you know what? Yeah. Dang, those episodes are an hour long yeah, or whatever it is. it is, you know, the 45 minutes. Well, you know what? I watched it during President's Day oh, here cool. in the States. So like a lot of people had off and, yeah. you know, I was at my other of the job and I was like you know what eh, the building's kind of empty let me go ahead and do what I do and then when I got to episode four and kept going I was like oh yeah I'm gonna finish this tonight this is it I ain't going to sleep Yeah, I gotta keep going so to me two thumbs up I'm hyped I loved all the characters everyone did their thing the acting was amazing the effects was awesome so that's my take on it there we go <laughs> take it away see ya oh boy <laughs> um so I want to preface this by saying I'm super biased. Um, so fun fact, uh, I think I've already said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Um, Umbrella Academy came out on my birthday in 2007. So oh, awesome. 12, I guess, technically 11 years ago. Okay. Um, and, you know, I was super invested in it. It's one of my all-time favorite comic book series. Um, and I was introduced to it because I was a fan of My Chemical Romance. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I, loved, I love the band and I love Gerard Way. All right. Um. But yeah, so I've been a fan for a really, really long time and I've been obsessed with the books and I love them. So I was really, really excited when I heard that they were making a TV show. There have been rumors that they were going to make a TV show for like five years. Yeah. It was insane. Um, So we we honestly didn't really think it was ever going to happen. And then boom, here it was. Like there it was on Netflix. Like that was really exciting. Um, So my review of Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Um. When it comes to when it comes to the book version of it, um, they it's it's very odd because there's there's two books out. There's uh, volume one, a volume two, and volume three is actually actively happening right now in comic book stores. Okay, um, so we don't know where that story is going because it's not finished yet. Yeah. Um. So what they did for the TV show, and this is going to be important if you want to read the comics. Um. After watching the show. Volume one and volume two are happening simultaneously in the TV show. While in the books, it was like volume one came out and then there's like a year between those events and volume two. Okay. So if you want to read the comics, you're going to have to read both of them to understand kind of what happened in the TV show. Yeah. Um, But I, I will say in the the comics are way weirder. So like get ready for that. Um, mm. In a good way. It's very, I mean, it's still palatable. It's still enjoyable in my opinion for like the general audience, but it's definitely weirder. All right. There's more... And I'm not, I don't feel like these are spoilers because it's in the trailers and stuff. There's more monkeys, like <laughs> sentient apes, like existing. Yeah. Uh, there's like more weird stuff basically happening. Um, 
And it's like an alternate timeline, like kind of like Watchmen was an alternate timeline. Kind gotcha. Of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, so they, they kind of, they kind of ripped the weirdest stuff out of it for the TV show, which makes sense for me for the general audience. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's it still, in my opinion, was very, very good. Okay. Um, now I'm and I'm hard to please because I I wanted I'm I'm a little spoiled I wanted what they did with Watchmen I mm-hmm. wanted a a scene by scene straight you know straight comic, reproduction panel, straight there yeah of of Umbrella Academy and right. that's unfortunately that's not what I got they sacrificed um, big parts of Volume One and big parts of Volume Two so mm-hmm. they could make both happen at the same time yeah um and some things I do understand for the sake of storytelling you, you know you gotta just yeah deal it with it and make it rock and make it happen mm-hmm. um. But yeah, I will. I will. So my big warning for everybody is: if you love this show, if you really liked it, um, and you want to read the comics, do be prepared. They did change a lot for the sake of time. Mm. Um, but if you like the show, you're gonna love the comics because it's even better. Okay. You know, they explore more of the other characters' storylines more in yeah. depth. Um, so if you like the characters, because everybody seems to be in love with you know numbers one through seven, yeah, which man. is great. I'm really excited about that. Right. Um. But yeah, I, I I honestly thought the show was very very good. Okay. Um, I loved the music. I love the character the characterizations of all the of number one, two, three, and bubble through seven. Yeah. Were so good. Yeah, they were. Um, they were. and their relationships with each other as a dysfunctional family was so intriguing. The mysteries ooh, throughout, you know, sprinkled throughout was great. I love that. Um, them being forced back together, even though they hate each other, I love that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, the action sequences were awesome. You know, some of the costumes were really cool that they decided to go with. Um, it was it was awesome. I'm really glad. It, it, I'm really glad because my hope, my big hope is that people will go out to their local comic book store and get Umbrella Academy because these are fabulous comics. Um, people give Jardway a really hard time because he was, um, you know, he was a musician. He was the lead singer of this emo rock band mm-hmm. <laughs> for like 10 years. Yeah. Um, but before even all of that, honestly, since he was like, I think he was like 15, he wrote his first comic when he was like 16. Oh, so his he, first published comic. Yeah. You know, straight up nerd. Yeah. He, he is a straight up. He had comics before that. He he was he was an artist first mm-hmm. um, and was basically like didn't, you know, wasn't like successful as, you know, one thinks of. Mm-hmm. Um, So he did the band thing and said, and that took off. Right. So he was like, well, I guess I'm doing this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like first and foremost, he's always been a comic book fan and a comic book writer. He actually, they actually won an Eisner for um, Umbrella Academy volume one. Awesome. Um, so it's, it, it's a great, it's an awesome comic. I highly recommend it. Go and pick it up and read it. Cause, cause you're going to love it. There you so. go. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, Hey, you know, you heard it from both of us, man. You heard it from me, the casual. I don't know what I'm about to get into, person. <laughs> and I came out loving it. And, of course, you heard it from the diehard fan who's like, hey, it's dope. It's not what I expected. <laughs> yeah. But still a good show. Still good. Very good. There you go. So that's all you need to know, man. Go check it out, man. Go stream it. Go binge it. If you haven't binged it, please do so because it is every bit worth it, man. Telling you. As much as you must strive for individual greatness... You must also remember, there is no individual stronger than the collective. The ties that bind you together make you stronger than you are alone. That makes no sense. Well, what if you were smarter? All right, CEO, it is time for us to talk about the new comics that hit comic book stands. CEO, what's happening out here, man? What's new? Oh, boy. Um, man, it is a crazy week 
this week for new comic books. Um, so the big thing from Marvel this week was a comic called Wolverine Infinity Watch number one. Mm. Now, if you were reading the newest Infinity War storyline that just happened with Marvel, uh-huh. um, it recently just wrapped up uh, with its last issue. I think it was like two months ago. Um, but during that storyline, and now this isn't like a big spoiler. I don't feel bad saying this. Um, Wolverine turned out while he was because he was dead. We right. all know that for yeah. a really long time. Long time. While he was dead. And then he came back. Like he suddenly he's he's back. Yeah. Um. He had one of the Infinity Stones. I think it was a space stone. Oh. And everybody was like, "What? Are, weren't you dead? Yeah. Were you even here? How did you get an Infinity Stone? Exactly. Um. So this storyline finally explains where he was at and why uh, he had an Infinity Stone. So ooh. if you're curious about that, if you're a fan of Wolverine, if yeah. you like the Infinity War storylines, right? Um. If you like a little bit of mystery, if you like Loki, he makes appearances in this storyline. Definitely want to pick it up. This is a brand new number one. Great jumping on point. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a, the biggest thing for Marvel this week because uh, that was a mystery. Nobody mm. you know, nobody knew why. So okay. there we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the big thing from DC Comics this week is actually a new number one from Vertigo. Now, DC Comics, fun fact, owns Vertigo Comics. Okay. So anything published by Vertigo technically is a DC, DC. comic. Gotcha. Um, but it is a brand new number one, high level number one. It is... Um, a little bit. It basically, it's a great title for fans who like um, post-apocalyptic scenarios, kind mm-hmm. of, um, you know, like living in the aftermath, adventure, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but basically what happens is hundreds of years after the world has ended and human society has been rebuilt from scratch, a self-interested smuggler is forced to traverse a new continent of danger and mystery to deliver a child messiah to the mysterious high level, a mythical city at the top of the world from which no one has ever returned. Mm. So, yeah, it's very, you know, mysterious, you know, yeah. uh, adventure, super fun, lots of action, I'm sure there's going to be. But, yeah, if you want to try something new, yeah, you know, if you want to try something a little darker in the DC corner, that's going to be the title for you. Okay. I Ooh. like it. I like it. Oh, yeah. Um, now there's something particularly new this week. Uh-huh. Um, so we have another new number one for indie comics this week, which is awesome. Uh, fan favorite image, image comics. We have Sharky, the bounty hunter number one. Now this is out from Mark Millar. And if you guys are familiar with Mark Millar, he did, um, he wrote kick-ass back right. in the day. Yeah. Uh, has created famous characters like hit girl, mm-hmm. um, the Kingsman storyline, right. stuff like that. Okay. Um, so Mark Millar is in a very special place right now. He has a relationship with Netflix. Yeah, he hot out here. He is hot, hot, hot. Yeah. They basically bought all of his creative content. Wow. Uh, because, uh, you know, and I don't want to say this because it's not confirmed, but basically what I think happened is mm. they lost all that Marvel stuff. Oh, they need and a they replacement. Know, right? Oh, yeah, so yeah, they know they they're never somebody. getting any other Marvel stuff. Right. So they're like, we need somebody with many worlds of characters that we can that we can just put get in our there. corner yeah. and just pump it out. Boom, it boom, 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 boom. Yeah, for sure. And Mark Millar is that guy. Oh, so right. his comic uh, Prodigy, his mm. comic uh, The Magic Order, and now Sharky are three properties that Netflix technically owns the pro- the, the the copyrights and stuff too. I guess uh, the storylines. Yeah, um, yeah. And they are promising that they're going to make live action TV shows on Netflix, mm. original series okay. about these properties. So... Um, if you are a collector, you just want to get this number one because it might be worth something someday. Yeah. But if you just want to be ahead of the curve and read the comic before the TV show comes out, then this is the book for you. There we go. Sharky the Bounty Hunter number one. 
Okay, that's going to be interesting. So we got we got Wolverine Infinity Watch number one, high level number one from DC, Sharky the Bounty Hunter number one. Okay, all right. It's a lot of, <laughs> that's you know that's definitely a different variety. Oh yeah. So I'm with that. I'm with that. Now that's what's new this week. Okay. Now, what I want to talk about real quick is Umbrella Academy. Let's go back. Boom. Let's go back a little bit. Okay. Now, Umbrella Academy uh, Volume 1, which is called Apocalypse Suite, Mm -hmm. and then uh, Umbrella Academy Volume 2, which was called Dallas, uh, they both came out, like, years ago. Yeah. So, getting single-issue copies of that, not going to happen. Yeah. But uh, the trade paperbacks are now back in print. They are back in your local comic book stores. Mm -hmm. So, if you like the TV show, definitely go check check them out uh, for the paperbacks. Now, each paperback, Volume 1 and Volume 2, have six issues inside of them. Okay. Um, And like I mentioned earlier, if you like the show and you want to read the comics to kind of get more information about what happened, you're going to want to read both. Um, Because, like I said, both stories are happening simultaneously. Got it. Now, there is a third volume out right now, too, that is an active series. It is called Hotel Oblivion. Now, this storyline was not touched on at all in the mm-hmm. TV show. Yeah. So this is going to be brand new content. Maybe we'll see it in the, the second season. Who knows? Maybe they'll even do it in the third season. Right, right. Um, Because this seems like they're going to... Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, they're with, definitely uh, going. After season one. Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, so Hotel Oblivion is active. It's happening right now. Um, Issue five has come out so far. Um, And there's, there's a six and even a seven, supposedly. So I don't oh, know if this wow. is going to be permanently ongoing because okay. usually they've done the six issue miniseries as each time mm. so it might just be going on forever now because gotcha. Gerard Way's not working with DC Comics on the Young Animal series anymore those concluded okay so he's kind of got free time he's a free agent All right. so who knows what's going to happen with Hotel Oblivion mm. but yeah definitely go by your local comic book store Yeah, check it out see what they've got for Umbrella Academy see if they can't get you on it. There you go. That's what you need, man. You already heard it, man. Wolverine Affinity Watch, High Level Number One, Sharky the Bounty Hunter Number One, and Umbrella Academy. Make sure you go pick those up at your local comic book store. Shout out to Soundwave Comics for always treating us so well. Woo-hoo. Make sure you go check that out. Uh, movies I'm looking forward to are Detective Pikachu and Shazam. All right, CEO. So. Uh, for those of you who may be looking for a hot take this week, <laughs> check this out. Uh, we don't have one. No. But, so we're going to take a little break on the hot takes for this week. Don't worry, the hot takes will be back. <laughs> oh, yeah. We know y'all love the hot takes and we love giving y'all the hot takes. And Lord knows they love hating on the hot take Ooh, segments, especially on CO, you know. Well, you know. She gets I- the brunt of it. After last week, I feel like <laughs> after the heavy hot takes we dropped. Yeah, we did. I feel like we're we're going to take a little break. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. we'll be back. We'll be back. It'll be back next week. I'm already thinking of what I want to talk about. Yeah, me week. too. Me too. We're going to make it nice and hot for you. But, yo, we actually got a question of the day from a fan who wants to know what big events do you want to see in live action and or animated from the comic book world? So big events that happen uh, so you have you have two? Oh yeah. Okay, I have two. I changed one <gasps> at the last minute. Oh, snap. But go ahead and go with yours. Sure, sure. Um, I think I've talked about this before, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again. Okay. Because um, one of my favorite uh big comic book events that happened for DC is Dark Knight's Metal. Mm. Um, oh, man, I'm just so. I loved it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like such an emo kid. I'm such a little goth emo kid. Uh, so it like fit perfectly into my aesthetic, the mm-hmm. whole Dark Knight's Metal thing. Yeah. But I really liked the storyline. I thought it was 
awesome. It was such a great exploration of um, of Batman. Okay. Because I think that people forget this, even though it technically it was a Justice League, you know, mm-hmm. like event. Right. Um, you know, they always pick like one character who's a little bit of the focus and then everybody. Yeah. Um, so they, they explored Batman or Bruce Wayne a little bit more, which was cool. But I think that people forget that Bruce Wayne is like balls crazy. <laughs> mm, yeah, he is. <laughs> you know, because he acts like so stoic and chill and he's always ready for everything all the time. Yeah, no, nah, he's crazy. But that's part of the crazy. Yeah, like, he, yeah he's, <laughs> a little, he's a little off. We, we all know this. Well, we, like the we Tower know. of Babel stuff, like that's not normal. I yeah. Like I understand why <laughs> he did it, mm-hmm. but it's still crazy. Like it's still crazy. He don't trust nobody. To like not even trust your closest allies. He's like, you know nah. what I mean? Yeah, he got some, he got, he got issues, yeah. But like th- this storyline tapped a little bit harder into that. So okay. basically there were um, alternate universe versions of Bruce Wayne. So if Bruce Wayne had become, instead of becoming Batman, Bruce Wayne became the Flash. If he had accidentally become the God of War, so like Wonder Woman, Mm -hmm. if he had accidentally become Cyborg, uh, if he'd accidentally become a Green Lantern, um, if he'd become Joker, uh, Doomsday, basically these horror characters Mm -hmm. because... The the thing with Batman and people always make fun of him, including you. I do. Uh, that he doesn't have superpowers, right? Well, you got money. And it turns out, shut up. I mean, it we turns know this. out if he were to get powers because he's already pretty insane. Yeah, like it would push him too far past what he can even like handle, uh-huh. and he would turn to the dark side essentially. Right. So each one of these Bruce Waynes in these alternate universe destroyed their worlds, mm. destroyed their Gotham's, and destroyed their worlds, killed yeah. everyone. Um, so Batman or Bruce Wayne, while he's investigating this thing that he's not supposed to be investigating, because of course he is, right. um, he accidentally tears a hole in time and space and brings these Bruce Waynes to our worlds. Yeah. And so since they destroyed their worlds, you know, of course they come here and they want to destroy ours. Gotcha. So it's this awesome storyline. It's huge. It involved everyone, dragged everyone into it. Um, and it's one of my favorites. I would absolutely love to see an animated version. Like, the, I love DC's animated movies. Oh, yeah, I, they, they do amazing with it, that. It would be awesome. Okay. I just, I think it'd be wasted on a live action. You'd have to hire too many actors. Yeah, that'd be, be a lot. Much, yeah, you know, that's CGI a lot. CGI and yeah, crap. Yeah, I think an animated good. one would be perfect, perfect for, for it. That. Okay. All right. Um, at least for me. Okay. But then I have another one, and this okay. is a surprise for you guys because I know I definitely haven't talked about this. All right. Um, but one of my other all-time favorite DC events was um, Blackest Night, Brightest Day. Hey. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, talk about that Green Lantern. Everybody loves a classic. Yeah. Um, actually, and this was this was one of the storylines that led to a reboot in the mm-hmm. DC universe because like they let loose. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. Uh, they had the Black Lanterns basically, or Black Lantern, mm-hmm. uh, be introduced in the storyline, and essentially. Um, it was almost like a Marvel Zombies event. Like the Black Lantern resurrected a bunch of dead Justice League either heroes or villains. Right. Um, and like sick them on every all the Justice League members. And a lot of them were really messed up. Yeah. Um, like if I'm correct, I think they he like brought Aquaman and Mira's like son back to life. Like oh. their son died. Um, yeah, yeah. I think she had a no, uh, no, I think she no, 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 no. I think he just died when he was like a baby. Yeah. Um. But anyway, like, like a lot of them were psychological. Like they okay. would bring people back toward. He would use these 
zombies right. to torture the person and them. then kill them. It was yeah. horrible. And then and then turn them into a a zombie. Oh, <laughs> it was awesome. Man. It was metal. It was hardcore. Okay. Um almost everyone died. And yeah. then like these characters that no one would think of like ended up making this uh like temporary Justice League team. Mm-hmm. It was Mira, Wonder Woman, uh Flash. Mm. <laughs> um you know, these, I mean, these characters are present, but they're never like, you know, the major characters. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were the ones that were like saving the day. And not only were they the ones saving the day, but they, uh, <laughs> they themselves became lanterns uh, oh, yeah. to combat this black lantern. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Mira became a red lantern. Flash became a blue lantern. Um, Wonder Woman became, uh, crap. I don't remember it's not the purple lanterns or something. It's called um, like sapphires. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I know like Hal Jordan's enemy is one of these, but anyway, it's not the point. It, it was it was awesome, and I that's one of my favorite storylines, honestly. Even though they really did my girl Hawkwoman wrong and that uh, stuff. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, I would love to see an animated, animated. movie oh, of yeah. that. That would be like. So cool. I'm surprised they haven't think. done that yet. I am too because that's one of the biggest point. stories. They yeah, Flashpoint. They can do. They can do this. They would. Oh, so, it would be so good. Okay, it would be so good. Awesome. Um, again, but that's another one where it's like they got to do it animated, right? can't yeah. do live action. Okay, but that's just me. Gotcha. But anyway, <laughs> all right. That's what about up? you? I want to hear what you changed yours to. I'm so all right. Excited. Well, the first one I want to see live action, and I believe it could happen in live action now after this whole, you know. And I'm going to Marvel here. This whole, you know, Marvel Fox deal is getting, you know, finally ironed out and all of that. I want to see House of M. Mm. That's what I want to see. That would be good. But it uh, it would have to be, you know, further down the line because obviously they have to establish the X-Men and the mutant population. But um, What's her name? They'd have to, like, open up. Scarlet, Scarlet, yeah, I was going to say that. Powers. Scarlet Witch, they got to nerfed her. Yeah, they got to they got to let her they got to let her loose just like how Thor let loose in Wakanda. Yeah. They got to let Scarlet Witch be Scarlet Witch and let her do what she do, man. Well, so she does best. Yeah, man. So I mean, with that storyline just, you know, just all, you know, tied up to, you know, long story less long. Basically, you know, she wishes the mutants to go away. And like the population like dwindled down. Like she pretty much almost wished all the mutants away just because, you know, she just got tired of it, man. It's like, oh, I want to see that in live action. I I would love to see how that would turn out. And I think it would be interesting because I just want to see that dynamic. I'm so ready because, of course, you know, you have what X-Men and Avengers and, you know, they they went at it a few times in the comics. But I want to see it in live action. So I'm hoping for that one. All right, now the second one, Injustice. You what? mentioned it earlier. That doesn't, yeah, that's it does. not fair. How you mean it's, it's not fair? It's game. I know, but I want to see, I want to <laughs> see the full fleshed out, man. I want to see it in animated DC style. I want to see it fully fleshed out because the game, you All know, right, you got, I guess you got, fair. yeah, you got the cutscenes. They just got cutscenes. Yeah, you got, I want to see more in depth because I feel like the cutscenes are just, you know, obviously they're cut, they're quick. Mm-hmm. I want to see like, Oh, I want to see the pain in their, their, you know, the backgrounds and the stories of how all this. Because obviously, if you don't know Injustice, I mean, it all went down. You know, uh, Joker. He, God, he's so. Obnoxious. Joker did. <laughs> he did the worst thing ever, man. He pretty much got 
he like he mystified uh, Superman into believing that he was fighting Doomsday when really yeah. he was fighting Lois Lane yeah. and end up killing her and their baby. Yeah. And then, you know, Superman went crazy. It's like, you know what? I'm done. Came back, killed Joker. Yeah. Straight up in God, front of Batman. Awesome. Batman was shocked because, you know, Batman, you know, he, ain't he, yeah, to, he doesn't kill people. He don't kill people. But, you know, his homie just did it. And he was like, nah, it's over. Y'all, you mess around too much. I'm taking care of this and I'm going to run this world to where there's no crimes. I rule this world now. I'm not allowing nothing go down. And he gets, you know, power hungry, man. He snaps. And I'm like, yo, that would be an awesome thing to see animated. Live action, obviously... I don't, I don't yeah, see that I don't ever think happening. Doable. Right. But animated, DC animated films, I want to see that. That so. would be really good. Cool. And you know what? Now I think about it, they're, they because they have the video game, obviously, but they actually have the comic series, too. Right. Um, And they've got, like, five books yeah. of Injustice stuff. You could branch out so um, much, man. So, yeah, the they characters. could definitely explore more and, and flesh people out a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I love Injustice. I do, have too. Have you played Injustice? Yes. That's one of my favorite. Favorite. Yeah, the second one I played a little bit, but I'm still I still love the first one more. I haven't played the second. Yeah, one. I played the second one. The second one's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it. I I don't like the second story, the storyline in the second I'm one. I'm not surprised by that. It's just, I just like, feel like ah, you can't top that. Exactly. I love that story. They tried. The they tried. I just like how they finished it. How they, yeah. you know, because you know, spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, basically, <laughs> the the Justice League that we know of this Earth came over to their world. And end up straightening everything out. You know, our soups was a good guy, faced off against the Injustice Soups, and you know, he beat them down, end up, you know, and they end up locking the the bad one right. away. So but yeah, I wanna see that. DC animated style. DC can do it. I hope they do it. So that's my picks. Fun fact. Okay. I love you remember the regime costumes that all the characters got in the alternate universe? Were mm-hmm. they like like, cause Hawkwoman and so I think, who was it? A few of the characters are working for the, the evil Superman. Yeah. Those regime os- costumes them were costumes awesome. Dope. Them costumes was dope, man. And, it, and then that's the thing, too, man, because in the Justice storyline, you know, you learn that these characters that you love, you hate, you know, because y'all know me, man. I love my soups. I love my soups. But this Superman in this storyline, oh, yeah. super evil. But at the same time, you kind of understand. Oh, yeah. But, you know, he's evil, man. And you're like, dang it, Wonder Woman, she's, oh, she's bad. And oh, Aquaman. yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I yeah, about man, yeah. she is the worst in this storyline. she's line. terrifying. Yeah, she is. So, hey, man, those are my, you know, that's what I think. I think they can do a great job. So, let's see if it happens. But we're putting it out in the ether, <laughs> you know, universe. Make it happen. Make it happen, all right? What I keep hearing rumors about that I really want to see is not necessarily a motion picture, but a Netflix original of Moon Knight. I think he has a story that would be very compelling to tell. All right. Well, before we wrap up another great issue of the comic section, we got to let you guys know of the events that's going around town or close by or somewhere in your neck of the woods here in South Carolina. So, CEO, what we got cooking? Oh, um, so we have another convention. Woohoo! All right. Um, so there is a convention called Gamacon happening in Aiken. Aiken? Um, South Carolina. So that's pretty cute. All right. Um, but that's going to be on Saturday and Sunday. So March 2nd and March 3rd in Aiken, South Carolina. Gotcha. Um, but that is going to be a multimedia show, supposedly. 
Mm. <laughs> uh, featuring a lot of anime, comics, pop culture, gaming, and more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you if you want to if you want to go out, if you want to make a two day adventure to another town and hit up a convention, that is the show for you. Not that yeah. far, not too bad. Um, and pretty affordable, if I'm correct, if I'm remembering the prices right. Okay. But uh, you Come know, on down. Oh, yeah, man. Check it out. Yeah. Listen, we're going to... If if you're going to go to a comic book convention, it's because it's going to be because of us. Right. Pushing you. That's right. Go do it, baby. There you go. Um, But if you want to stay here, if you want to stay local, maybe you got family, maybe you can't afford to be traveling all over places, mm-hmm. going to cons and stuff. Yeah. Um. There is a there is this really cool thing happening. Uh, the Charleston Music Hall is having an anime film fest Ooh, on Saturday, March second. I 2nd. like the sound of that. Right, so cool. Um, so from 12 p.m. to 9 p.m., they are going to be what is worth this? I guess what well, just showing mm-hmm. um, a bunch of classic uh, anime films from Akira. That's my to, movie. Yep, Akira's your baby. Yeah. Uh, so Akira and uh, what's my Neighbor Totoro, and a bunch of other really cool ones. Oh, so, cool. All right. Um, but that's an all-day event, and it's pretty affordable. So you can either just watch one if you want, but there yeah. is a uh, there's a pass you can buy so you can watch them all. Oh, that's but perfect. But yeah, if you want to stay local, if you want to stay in the area, that's going to be a perfect nerdy little event for you, too. Oh, I love it. I love it, man. So yeah, two cool, awesome events. So you said Agamacon? Agamacon. Agamacon. Out there in Aiken, Saturday and Sunday, March 2nd and 3rd. And uh, the Charleston Music Hall's Anime Film Fest, same weekend, Saturday, March 2nd, from 12 p.m. until 9 p.m. Yeah, I'm excited about those. I know. I'm, I think I'm going to be at the anime. You going to that one? Yeah. Oh, man, that's going to be cool, yo. And also, that's my birthday weekend, so I'm going to have to... <gasps> I may have to go out there and, you know, I got to see my Akira. Yeah, at least. At the very least. I got to see that. I've never seen Akira and I've never seen my neighbor Totoro. Ooh, so those are the classic classics. I know. So that's my, those are my goals to see those movies. Oh, you got to see those movies, man. Akira, I can't wait for you to see Akira because I got to like, you know, dig in your brain, see if you figured out the end because I'm still, after Don't. seeing it about 35 times and counting, I still don't get the end. Wow. But it's that. That's how dope it is. Very cool. And I just got to keep watching it so I can one day, I'm going to figure it out. But, eh, I just, ah, it's just tough. But, hey, man, I think that wraps up another great issue of the comic section. Thank you guys for all the love you've been showing us. We made it to the news. Shout outs to all of our global listeners out there, man. Shout outs to Australia. Australia is our number one listened to uh, country on Spotify. Woo! You know what I'm saying? So That's shout so out. Cool. Yeah, I found that out, man. The you know, the stats came up. So shout outs to all of our Spotify listeners. Shout outs to Australia. Shout outs to oh man, we're so many countries now, man. New Zealand, UK, Mexico, Brazil, Turkey, uh man, there's so many. Japan, China, uh, Russia, obviously here in the States, Canada, uh man. Did I say Mexico? I said Mexico oh, already. Wow. Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic. You're killing it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all of, all globally, we thank you guys so much. And keep tuning in. Keep telling your friends. Uh, I wish I could be bilingual on here, man, so we can kind of, you know, do yeah, it up. me too. You know? We'll, we'll make it. We'll, we'll make it. Work. We'll learn some phrases. We'll learn something. Yeah, we got to. We got to. And, of course, all of our great fans here in the U.S. of A, man, all over, of course, South Carolina, North Carolina rocking with us. Cali's always rocking with us. Texas, New Mexico. Uh, we even got some listeners in, in North and South Dakota. I didn't even know people lived up what? in there. Yeah, I thought it was just, you know, mountains. Yeah. And coyotes <laughs> really? and stuff. Yeah, well, I'm just playing. You know. <laughs> but, yeah, hey, man, thank you guys for all tuning in. And, again, you can check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, on Google Podcasts, 
on iTunes, on SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn. You can find us anywhere you see the comic section. We're everywhere. Amazon Alexa, you can yeah, just say our name. You know, Siri, say our name. We are there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. On behalf of myself, I am Jason alongside my co-host. Lo see you. We are out. We'll catch you next week on the comic section. Peace. You got a question, a comment, you want to let them know how you feel? You can shoot them an email, comicsectionpodcast at gmail.com. You can get at Little CEO on Facebook and Instagram at Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay and on Twitter at Cut It Out Comics. And you can get at Jason on Facebook and IG at J Rock That's the letter J R O C D A M I C. Editorial content in this issue of the Comic Section Podcast was used from the following dot-coms, IGN, CBR, Marvel, DC Comics, Yahoo, Screen Rant, and Collider, and the YouTube channels of Marvel Entertainment and CBS All Access. Issue number 12, Numero 12, was edited and produced by RedmanActual.com. Redman Actual, audio, production, voice. Red Man Actual.